Hi, everyone. Hi. I think, you're good. I think you can turn you down a little bit. Whatever, dude. Your, your powerful, booming voice. I'm a boomer. Uh, Keller, do you want to introduce our guest today? Is that how we're starting it right now? No, not right now. <laughs> I'll do the normal thing, but then you can be like, our guest today, and then you can... No, you have to do it. No. Consistency. That's fine. We can, All right, we can do that stuff. We can do it. What should I say, Catherine? Oh, I don't care. I don't okay. know. I also don't know. I have nothing. Okay. Okay. You can... I don't want to give you that much power, but you can I got say whatever now. you want. Man. Are you excited? Should we just get right into it? Hey, what if we did? Okay, great. Because <laughs> I want to talk about Ratatouille. <laughs> we got to talk about it. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> you know what this is, Catherine. You can jump in on this. I'm not going to. Woof. Hey you know what it is. Right? <laughs> you know what it is. It's, it's from Hot Rod. Hot Rod. I've only. S- what? Catherine. I know. Get You've out. Only seen it once? I've only seen it once. Get out of Did our apartment. Like I liked it. Good. My okay. friend had a ten-year anniversary screening for it because it was ten years, I think, this year. Yeah, it was. He had a whole party. Man, I wish I'd been there. Yeah. Which friend? My friend Bogart. Do you know Bogart? I don't know Bogart. I love Bogart. I think we need to become friends yeah, with Bogart. Yeah, we got to befriend Bogart. Bogart's great. So we can be Befriending invited. Bogart. That's a TV show. <laughs> that's Let's a do show. It. Yeah. So we can be invited to the 15th anniversary screen. Yes. Exactly. He asked me to host it, uh, but it would think it was the same night as a show um, that I had, so I did not. We would have hosted it immediately. You got to get him on. We have two copies in this household. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, so sorry. Three copies. Four copies if you consider both of our DVD <laughs> copies of the movie. I love Yarmutkun so me much. Me too. Mm-hmm. He's Me great. too. I He's love great. all of those boys. Yes. Did we turn the AC off? I did. It's yeah. Get hurt. I'm pumped to die. Here we go. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro, and sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hello. Keller. Take the reins, brother. Go ahead and introduce okay, our thank you for these reins. Today. I love that we do this in go. a horse and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, whoa, it's girl, amazing. whoa. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not good with these reins. Today, we have joining us at our kitchen table a pretty amazing producer, pretty great friend all around, <laughs> Alfonso Coran expert. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Catherine Leon. Hello. <laughs> thank you for having me. That's Catherine, a lot to live up to. Thank you so much for joining us today thank you for having me this was a this was a very early on booked movie i heard yeah this was this a is long well, time soon coming as we started the project keller like did some research and was like oh this is the only movie of this franchise that's appearing we're gonna have Catherine show up i'm so, honored yeah it's a lot of pressure not at all yeah i didn't even let you pick a movie oh this I'd is the, this would have been, been the movie yeah keller why fine. did you assign Catherine to this movie uh because for a long time i did not enjoy this movie Really? And then started hanging out with Catherine, and she's like, "Watch this movie." It's all w- I talked about was just Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, basically, oh that's actually. Yeah. And so I watched Children of Men, which I hadn't seen before. Oh yeah, and then rewatched this and realized I was just a dumb child. Wow, <laughs> who didn't understand anything. Are you one of the many, many, many Harry Potter fans that don't like the changes from book to movies? And is that why you, for years, were like, "I don't like this movie"? I think. I was pretty on board with the, what they'd set in one and two. Gotcha. And it was a pretty drastic change. It's jarring. It's a jarring change. Mm-hmm. And it does differ from 
Like the world that you built in your head, I guess. Mm-hmm. As a kid. Did you yeah. read them as a kid? Yeah. As a kid? Okay. Mm-hmm. This is why, Catherine, I'm a psychopath. I'm the person who likes to watch a movie first and then read the book okay. of that movie that's, after. That's, you are a psychopath. Yes. You don't I let your brain do any work. I recognize that. But because of that, I find that I... He's had Alan Rickman rarely, in his head this whole time I he's reading it. rarely dislike a movie. I feel like yeah. people who enjoy reading the book before they go see the movie, you're setting yourself up for not yes. liking the movie. And yeah. there's great directing, writing, acting that's happening on screen. That's a mm-hmm. whole other yes. art form. I get to mm-hmm. read this book for yeah. 30 hours. <laughs> and cool, I go man. watch this movie for two and a for half two, hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I got into the books late, though. So I actually watched the movies mm, first. First. <gasps> So I also had that problem, not on purpose, but I had sure. that problem where I was picturing all of the kids already in this world. The good mm-hmm. news is, is that however you feel about um, this specific entry or the franchise as a whole, I don't think you can deny that the Harry Potter movie franchise was like well taken care of. They put in effort to get great casts. Oh, they yeah. put in yeah. effort to get great composers and special effects artists and directors and writers. Like they gave a shit. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm uh, my background is that I love superheroes and comic books mm-hmm. and have since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I will and always you think this stuff is dumb. I will always have. I always <laughs> have like, a, I love Doctor Strange. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I will always have a, a, a bone to pick with Harry Potter, even though it's not its fault, because for years in the mid two thousands. People were asking, this is before Marvel became what it is now. There were still like Spider-Man movies and X-Men movies, and they're trying to bring it back. People, reporters would ask heads of Warner Brothers Studios, hey, are you guys going to make more superhero movies Hmm. other than Batman and Superman? And they said, no, we're focusing on Harry Potter right now. Uh, We're good. So for me as a comic book fan, I'm like, that's not fair. Because then when they finally got to the other characters, it was Green Lantern. It was 2011's Green Lantern. And I'm like, you guys didn't give a shit about this. That's not fair. Because all their energy was put into Harry Potter. And and their energy was put into, well, we don't understand these characters, but we're going to let Christopher Nolan do Batman Mm -hmm. for three movies. And those movies are great. But they took, you know, seven years to complete three movies. And they're fantastic. But Christopher Nolan specifically was like, no other characters, just Batman and his world. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's cool. But as a DC Comics fan, I'm like, but what about this? What about that? What about this? Why do you hate DC so much? I love it so much is my problem, (laughs) which is why I'll always have that little thing. so much shit on the internet. I'm jealous. he hates DC. I'm jealous of Harry Potter fans. because he recognizes garbage movies. (laughs) Because they've had consistently decent movies for their thing they love. Adults that were making these films took care, like they respected the material. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm jealous of Harry Potter fans. Is it like, eh, maybe except for Fantastic Beasts, which I just didn't work for me. And that was, that's it's kind of a not, different yeah, animal. It's like a it. different thing. But like, I have always been jealous of Harry Potter fans when like a movie would come out, everybody would go see it weekend or like midnight opening and hardcore Harry Potter fans would I be like, I did that for the book, dude. Yeah, I know. And the, like the hardcore Harry Potter fans would go see the movie and be like, oh, they changed details from the book. I hated it. And I'd be but like, it's still you a lucky. Solid movie, yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, it's a solid fucking mm-hmm. movie. Like it's going to get nominated for Oscars. I don't have a Wonder Woman movie yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I'm like, the Ugh. biggest separation I ever had was probably six. Six, I think mm. might be three is the best Harry Potter movie, but I think six Agreed. is like the best next adaptation? best movie. Next best movie. Not adaptation, but movie. I agree. I'm excited. I actually, that is my second favorite. I think it might be. I truly hate the, I hated the fifth one for a long time. Umbridge I hated. I hated She's it. She's awful, but should great. I read the thing? Uh, I mean, yeah, you want to, so we can just we have get to, into so, it. So that we can actually start <clears throat> the episode. Yes, we can start the episode. <laughs> Keller, go ahead and hit us with this. 
British magazine, Empire Magazine, from the year 2008's description. Doing the most British franchise of all yes. time. <laughs> Other than Paddington, which we will oh, talk about. Oh my so God, sad. we have to get into it. <laughs> so Keller, sad. what are we talking about today? That's replaced Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah for British actors, work, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. As far as go-to moneymaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I need a paycheck. What do I... I'll do Paddington 3, okay. 471 Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. 2004, director Alfonso Cuaron. The point at which the book started to take a darker turn, the arrival of the soul-sucking Dementors, a troubled werewolf, death sentences for cuddly hippogriffs, is also the point at which the adaptations became genuine films for the whole family, not just the kids. Cuaron's tenure as Hogwarts caretaker has yet to be outdone. That sounds like a sitcom description. It's pretty good. Troubled werewolf. I know. Troubled werewolf. That's it. Being human. That's great. That's it. Teen wolf. And then also, can you please, for the first time, since starting this 10-year-long podcast, we've been at it for over half a year. Yeah. Do us the honors, Keller, of turning the first page. Made it. Oh, my God. We're on page two. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. (laughs) (laughs) Or 70. (laughs) Oh, my yeah. goodness. So, guys, we have a lot to talk about, about um, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Also, my favorite Harry Potter movie. I think it is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you. just a quick little background information for myself. Yeah. I'm in the process of, for the first time ever, reading the books. Oh, and okay. And I'm in the middle of Goblet of Fire. Okay. And so far, having read book one, two, and three, and then re-watching the movies one, two, and three, and I just rewatched Goblet of Fire... And I thought that I was going to like that more than Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. I think Goblet of Fire is a lesser movie for me still. It's 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 Interesting. it's tough coming off of Alfonso Cuaron, which is so like tight and so stylistic. It's a little boring for me, whatever. But well, it has that. Uh, it's, it's it's trying to figure out what it wants to do. Yes. Because how are you going to you can't be consistent with the way Cuaron did if you're not. And Alfonso it jumps Cuaron. to exactly. be such a silly movie. There's so many yeah. weird silly yeah. moments. in yeah. the Goblet of Fire. It's tough. And, and then it goes straight back into just angst that last agony. 45 minutes is Dope. great great yeah a goblet of fire takes a while but that's not why we're here today exactly i so like but having seen having read the first books because again i've always been only a movie fan and experiencing this franchise as as an outsider when did just you being learn a how movie, to read i learned how to read in 2013 so okay. I've yeah, been, yeah, i still yeah. don't know yeah, yeah. yeah. see yeah Subtitles were useless. Too. Yeah. When we watched the movie, <laughs> Catherine was like, What are those? What's those shapes? Get those out of here. <laughs> Couldn't do it. She was batting at the screen. Trying to listen to the movie. Uh, but like so far, I've been telling Keller, I have liked the movies more mm-hmm. after having read the books because I feel like for the first three and part of the fourth one, I feel I agree with what they're omitting and what they're deciding to adapt yeah. and put on the at screen. At that point, yeah. I do too. But everybody tells me, But dude, books five, six, seven. To those movies, they cut so much important stuff. And so, like, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to get to those books and actually see what a lot of Harry Potter fans have taken umbrage with. Yeah. Taken uh, Dolores umbrage Dolores with. Man, umbrage I took with. Dolores umbrage with so, a, a lot of stuff. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Keller's okay. a huge Harry Potter head. He's a big old pothead. I'm so. a huge mm-hmm. pothead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, Two um, Yeah. <laughs> and so, Catherine, what is your background with, I guess, the books and the movies? So I got... I owned... Uh, Goblet of Fire. That was the first book I owned, which was the fourth one. Wow. And I... Is that the first one you read? No. Okay. Okay. I owned it because it was at a Costco. It just came out, mm-hmm. whatever year that was. Mm-hmm. I made my mom buy it for me. Mm-hmm. And then I kept it and never read it. I actually did... It's a good looking book. 
it's yeah. good. I'm yeah. intrigued as hell when I see yeah. that cover. Yeah. And then I after the fourth one, I ordered the third book only because there was a sorting hat metal bookmark that came with it. Okay. That was like part of Scholastic uh, mm-hmm. Scholastic book orders. And then I didn't read the books until summer after sophomore year of high school. And then I read all of them. And I think at that point, I don't know if this is the right number, but I think the sixth one had just come out and I was waiting for the seventh. Mm-hmm. So I read all of them in that one summer, like during summer school. Wow. But up until then, I had seen all of the movies. And I would, in fifth grade, we would have those reading tests mm-hmm. where we would get points if we read a book and we would take the online quizzes. And I fully cheated because I did all the Harry Potter books. And you can just watch the Because movies. the movies, especially the first two, were so similar to the movies. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, yes, I have watched stuff. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, they were like, you're such proving a, Hector's yeah. point. <laughs> you're such a good reader. And you're like, that's right. I'm gaming I'm the system. I'm so good. Um, yeah. Third is my favorite um, movie. Movie. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Fifth, favorite book? I think my favorite book might be the sixth and five is my least favorite movie adaptation, Mm. but it is one of my favorite books. Mm. It is one of my favorite out of all of them. Um, Here's an interesting thing I'm dealing with because I think that's the uh, darkest, the uh, darkest book. Five. Five. Yeah. I am 170 pages into the Goblet of Fire. And here's the thing that didn't make it into the movie that I'm so excited about, because when you read these books as a 30 year old man, you will have a different perspective than Mm -hmm. as a kid. Yeah. Either having them be read to you or like reading them as a kid. Yeah. I am way more aware about things. Um, you know, I'm more aware of like who J.K. Rowling is as a person and what her background is and, and all of that stuff. Uh, I think the books are great and they do. They're like the movie Zootopia. They do a good job of surface level explaining racism. Mm-hmm. But there's also a level of frustration of like, well, you guys aren't going into the nuance of stuff and you're not solving world problems. And you have your own issues. Yes. Throughout. Right. Yes. We just watched the, I watched Paddington, the first movie last night for the first time. And Keller and I were joking like Paddington didn't fix Brexit. Like it's right. still, yeah. there's still a bunch of racist ass people. Right. Even after having watched Paddington, who comes from darkest Peru, like they this didn't whole get it. Yeah. little metaphor for, you know, Absolutely. immigration and, and stuff. Yeah. But, Harry yeah. Potter has been proven there's been studies where when kids read it they do become more empathetic and I think that's oh, wow. great. I yeah. think that's great. Yeah. But having read the first three books I was so frustrated like wait, house elf, what is this? And I was like this is some bullshit. Dude, dude, <laughs> dude you get, don't even Okay, dude, so you're there now. I get to the <laughs> point in no I haven't gotten to that yet, but okay. I, I'm in the book Spews where later, yeah. Okay. I am in a, a Goblet of Fire where we meet a female house elf, she belongs to some house Winky. and Hermione Winky, Winky. Winky, Hermione just starts going off and Hermione's yeah. just like woke little 14 year old that she's like you know what actually this is bullshit and i'm like thank you for speaking truth to power hermione (laughs) and for the first time i feel like uh like i feel like this is um it's it's so funny because there's so many things as an adult you can easily break about this world it's like a dumb magical fantasy world there's a lot of things that are airtight about it Um, yeah but there's a lot of things what's important is fairly airtight yes airtight airtight but you're like but wait a minute how do wizards not know what a telephone is like these kinds of things where it's like if wizards are supposed to be living and like in hiding from the human world but like kind of blending in there's just a bunch of stuff you can easily you know poke holes in but I feel like for the first time not knowing how to use the telephone though I think yeah. is that's a funny bit because yeah, why would they well, know how to they explain it because it's like you know kids today have cell phones they wouldn't know what a rotary is I get it it's like there's that, videos on like, YouTube yeah. it's like hey the phone starts making a noise. Millennials like, go ahead and react, pick it up. Kids react to you what? know, <laughs> yeah, like big old brick cell phones. I get that, but there's still this element of like 
there's there's little details here and there but but jk will she, i like how she is actually describing this person who disagrees with a major function of the world and recognizes that it is slavery and separate is inherently unequal and all these things that i'm like mm-hmm. cool and even the adults are like hermione i agree with you but we have to go like yeah, they, yeah, they're yeah. like trying to hide or run or whatever so that's been an interesting thing but like i i think it's really interesting I just love doing that with all pop culture things. I love putting on that adult brain and being like, does this make sense? Can we poke holes in this? Can we? Because, mm-hmm. you, you know, the more you do that, the more you sort of uh, analyze a thing that you love, I think the stronger it gets. If something falls apart super easily, then it's not like a good world that has been built. Mm-hmm. And it's not a good... The thing I'm just most excited about is like, because I didn't grow up with Harry Potter, and I think that a lot of the things in Harry Potter in Harry Potter can be a little... Like, before we started the movie, I asked you, does Ron deserve Hermione? Mm-hmm. Is she too good for him? And everyone agreed. They're like, yeah, she's yeah. too good yeah. for everyone. everyone. Every single yeah. person. So these kinds yeah. of things where I'm like, I love Harry Potter. I really love it. But there's still, an, I take an issue with like, you don't meet your soulmate when you're 12. Do you know what right. I mean? Like, that's not the healthiest. <laughs> like, yeah. it's very like sentimental and cheesy. And I just wish the best for Hermione. So um, <laughs> you and me I, both, brother. <laughs> I, I want there to be a, I was working on this because uh, I, I, the show that I, I do a show where it's a book club and that's where we're reading Harry Potter. So mm-hmm. we have these discussions. I want there to be a sequel series to Harry Potter set in whatever year today is 2018. Yeah. From the Brazilian school. Yeah. So most characters are like Brazilian. And then there's like the one like British exchange student that'll have a name like McFuttery Diggleree or something. And like (laughs) everybody else has like cool sounding names. And he's the one that's like, hello, chaps. He's like way over the top because it's like the Cho Chang was the one like, he's like, really, JK, you're going to call her Cho Chang? We got Cho Chang, Padma, and Pavardi Patil. That's what I'm saying. So let's give some, uh, so like, three or four, like, exchange students from, like, you know, the north and from from the yeah. UK, like, super British sounding names. Really Everybody else will be Benedict Brazilian. Cumberbatch. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. will be just the name of a student. Yeah. I want the lead. I want the two, the three leads to be two girls and a boy, like, to just flip it. Flip All it. these things of like, and then I want the whole story to be, in the same way that Avatar: The Last Airbender sequel, The Legend of Korra like broke open the world a little bit they're like well what if we did this what if we did that i want the main character in this in the new series to be like hey we shouldn't hide from muggles anymore this is what the series should be about this Mm. is you know like again separate is inherently unequal we should come out and let the world know because wizards view superior to exactly that's some bullshit Mm -hmm. yes guys exactly i've written fan fiction (laughs) about dudley becoming a serial killer and murdering wizards i want to read are you gonna we have to. You have to read it. I want to read it. Not on here. Not on here. Oh, yeah, on here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have it readily yeah, available. Like, go get it. Uh, yeah, like a full chapter of it. it. It's a full chapter. Yeah. I will, it, if you I'll want, I'll post it on the worldwide. Okay. If you if you're listening to this, I mean, you're like, I would. Read. <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> I'm really upset that this if, is the first time I'm hearing about. Really, this, this is the first time. Yep. He hasn't told you about uh, this. Oh nope. man, he's if a you're killer. listening to this right now and you want to read Keller Knobloch's Dudley is a serial killer. It's called Dursley. Doomed Dudley. Doomed, How old is he? It's after. He's an adult. Everything. Yeah. Okay. And what's the? Do you want to reveal what the, what the what the hook is? He kills wizards. Yeah. Oh my god. Isn't that amazing? He's a serial Stop killer. Everything who right now. Kills wizards. Yeah, he kills <sighs> wizards. And like wizards get assigned to the case. Oh, I haven't gotten that far, but yeah. Boom. Chapter yeah, yeah, one, yeah. he fucking kills a wizard. Yeah. Because he hates him. Because look, of course he. Of course he does. Of course, look at his home life and look at what he's dealt with. Oh man! Yeah, that's He's what it is. Psychopath. It's all about his home life and yeah. how his dad goes nuts. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not going to spoil my fan oh. fiction anymore. <laughs> you guys are really in for a treat. <laughs> uh, 
That's all uh, I'm going to be thinking about. I know. So that's where I'm at. I'll let you yeah, see it after. my entire life. That's why I'm at with Harry Potter, and I love being a fan of it as an adult because I can still appreciate the movies. I can appreciate the books. I can appreciate you know how kids grew up with them and love them, but I still am like, yeah, but what's next? Because Fantastic Beasts ain't doing it for me. Like I like what's you it's know? It's not good. No. Yeah. I I, I saw it with you, Catherine. So I saw it. I, I wasn't gonna see it because why, mm-hmm. guys? Why? I want to hear it from both of you. Depp. On the count of three, ready? One, two, three. Boo, Johnny Depp. Depp. Fuck Johnny Depp. Depp. Fuck Johnny Depp. <laughs> Depp. Oh, I just have a funny story about that's related to Johnny Depp. I don't Let's know if it's very it. irrelevant. Okay. There's a show that I help run called Atlantic City, which is a character showcase show. And the opening bit was that we were going to try to crowdsource money to buy I think I saw a pendant from the Hollywood vampires. What is that, you ask? What it is, is that? a band consisting of Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp. Who's the other guy? I don't know. Oh, oh shit. The Billy Hollywood Bob, vampires. Billy Bob Thornton? No, it's Billy like Bob Thornton an actual. And Jeff Daniels. It's like a super <laughs> from Ameri- the end of the newsroom. <laughs> it's and they wanted to see how, if they could crowdsource money. Um, uh, Alice Cooper, Johnny Depp, and Joe Perry to honor. Oh this is the God. description of Hollywood vampires to honor the music of the rock stars who died from excess in the 1970s. So they we wanted uh. as a show to buy this $400 pendant that's basically just. The symbol of whatever this weird band is. Anyways, uh-huh. Johnny Depp is terrible. And, and, <laughs> anyway, Did you guys all. get the pendant? We raised like over as long a, as he doesn't get any of that money. And we were like, should we just buy three doormats? Because they had doormats for fifty dollars. <laughs> That's so much better. Can you walk on Johnny Depp's face? No, it just has a logo. <laughs> Damn it! But I don't know what we're gonna end up doing. I donated twelve dollars and thirty-seven cents because it's all I had in my Venmo. But nice. nice. Anyways, yeah. So we saw it. I think that was the second time we saw Fantastic Beasts. And mm. I really liked it initially mm-hmm. because I liked getting back into the world. Sure. But then when it took that weird dark turn, I was like, I, this is not what I want the movie to be about. And also just like the yeah. blob is a villain thing. Like yeah. whatever that creature was. Yeah. Well, I, I, I just wanted movie, to go find fucking beasts. I just thought the movie was going to mm-hmm. be about him and like explaining mm-hmm. the different creatures. Oh, you guys, I was so excited about that movie because again, as an outsider, I thought, oh, the wizarding world is so cool. The world building is great, but everything we've experienced has been about a student. I want to mm-hmm. see a competent adult yeah. just kicking ass, just like sh- sh- yeah. showing up and just fucking wanding it and just Which crushing it. Which is what kind of happens. Not but. Yeah, really. not enough though. Not no. a, like like main dude messes up a lot in that movie, and I was like, yeah, what are you doing? Like yeah. he loses animals, and I'm like, come on, man! Like he's this bad is, at his job. This is a Ron yeah. Weasley mistake, and yeah. he's twelve and this stupid. Guy's pulling a Ron. He's pulling a real Ron Ron Weasley. Real Ron Ron. A real Ron Weasley. <laughs> call to the. I've had a, I had a theory, and I hope I'm proven wrong that something like star wars the world is infinitely more interesting than any specific story mm-hmm. to me the hook is not the story of luke skywalker oh although the last jedi really made it awesome for me like mm-hmm. i really liked it but it's more of the world as opposed to the wizarding world as long as warner brothers has tried to make it a franchise i'm like but wait every revelation about that world was all to serve the story of harry potter mm-hmm. Every every new clue, every new item, every new beast, every new character was all for Harry's story. I felt like the story of Harry Potter was better than the world building, and it, you couldn't do anything in that world without Harry. Fantastic Beast kind of proved me right because I'm like, this doesn't, I don't, it didn't work for me. But I think just because it was poorly executed, I, you might be right. You might I, like. I just want to see a sequel series. I want to see. I want to see more creators work in this world that is not just 
these Warner Brothers movies and yeah. like have JK helping with the script or writing the script. I'm like, she I want wrote JK. The script for yeah, both I want JK to pass oh, it she off. Did? She wrote, yeah, yeah oh, for both movies. She wrote yeah. the entire script. It's I want the her, first time she's I, done I, it. I want her to pass it off. I want her to like sell it like George Lucas for four billion dollars. Yeah, you know, like I want other writers to come in and, and work on. Do you stuff. think that fans would be upset if she sold it off? Yeah, but I don't care. Yeah, true. It's like that, that, it would fans, be really interesting to see what would happen if somebody else took. But it. at this point, like her defending Johnny Depp, it's like Casting she doesn't and stuff. Yeah, it's tough. I feel like she doesn't real. She's it feels like a money grab at this point because yeah. there's nothing like crazy. She's not doing anything crazy like she did it's, with the original books. It's mm-hmm. it's tough because J.K. Rowling has done so much good, has given so much money to great causes, and like I said has written a series that kids have fallen in love with and like have be- hopefully become better people for it. When J.K. will say a thing like, oh, I always envisioned Dumbledore to be gay in the book series. That's great, but you didn't do that. Yeah, after the fact it, yeah. stuff. Yeah, is, yeah, after the fact stuff. Oh, yeah. I always imagined that Hermione could be black. That's great. You should have explicitly first, stated yeah. it. You, yeah, you should have been like, instead of just like, well, she's you got can't, curly hair. And then you can't just be like, mm-hmm. it's not explicitly stated and then have mm-hmm. characters named Padma and Pavardi Patil. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. So, and then be t- and be so ecstatic at like the casting of the three white kids for the first movie, and love the and love Emma Watson and all that stuff. Like it's it's a thing where you know, similar to George Lucas. George Lucas is a genius. There's he, receipts. He, he's, he's, yeah, he's done so much good stuff, but I think he knew when everything kind of went past him a little bit and he came out with the prequel movies and fans didn't like him then mm-hmm. and all of a sudden when he sold it off they were like no bring George Lucas mm-hmm. back but it's just like you're never going to make everyone happy exactly and I think I, th- I would hope that JK would be the type of person that would know this thing I created will outlive me and that's good Yeah. and I want it to I want people to still love it and I want it to still bring joy to people and I can go do my own thing and maybe I'm not the person to continue to revisit the world because maybe other people have more more interesting, interesting ideas. ideas. Maybe yeah. Crimes of Grindelwald will make less money. Maybe. We and then maybe they'll help. shorten it to like three movies. Like they'll do one more movie to wrap it up and then that's a trilogy yeah. that nobody talks about. Yeah. And then and then again, the same thing with George Lucas. She sells it or whatever. Like she's not involved in the next one or maybe she's a producer. Mm-hmm. Some other writer shows up like, look, man, Michael uh, um, uh, Kugler had an idea for Rocky Seven which is an idea he had, and he went and pitched it to Sylvester Stallone and company like what if it's the son of Apollo Creed and everyone was like this is great that's straight up fan they were fiction. done mm-hmm. it's that's fan, fan fiction, fiction. Mm-hmm. they were but done but it services the story yes. in a meaningful way he loved it so I imagine out there in the world with how powerful Harry Potter is somebody could come up with like hey JK we'll do Dudley as a what about killer. this we'll do it. A serial killer let's do it and Harry Potter's kids has to track him down I don't know maybe, yeah. maybe not deal with no, the Potter, Harry Potter Harry Potter has to track him down Harry Potter is now an Auror Mm-hmm. And he finds his people getting I like murdered. That. I like that. And he has to find out that it is right. his cousin. Oh, that's cool. So I'm not spoiling it for you guys. That's not what I'm <laughs> I just just want to hear it okay. now. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll talk about it later. Okay. Well, let's talk about this specific movie, Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, yeah. We're doing that. I think the only other... Let me check. I'm gonna actually going to check to see how many other Alfonso Cuaron movies appear on the list. Because this is the first Children time. Children of Men is on Children there. Children of Men is on the list. It has to be. Down. It for sure is. But this is the only Harry Potter movie. And the yes. only other movie of is Children of Men. Is Children of Men from how 2006. Is it? It is number 380. I thought E2 Mama Tambien was on there for some reason. No. It is oh, number 380. Okay. Here's the other thing I love about J.K. Rowling. When Alfonso Cuaron was selected as a director, she loved Ito Mama Tambien and she was excited about him doing. Yeah, so like, she, what a weird movie to love, right? To for, be like, I mean, oh, he'll he's perfect for directing yeah, my kids. Mo-. Like it's that's so weird. That's great. Well, Little Princess too, though. Little yeah. Princess was he crushed that, that would have sold me awesome. for a Incredible. Harry Potter movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So Children of Men, so yeah. good. Alfonso Cuaron is the best director. Oof. 
of all these I directors. So yeah, much. yeah, of the Harry Potter movies, easily. Yeah, I agree. Like Chris yeah. Columbus did a good job establishing the world, mm-hmm. but Alfonso Cuarón like filled and, in like, made the gaps in such yeah. a cool yeah. way, but still made it a Harry Potter. And movie. then just omitted stuff that was dumb. Sure. Yeah. And then we got Flitwick's makeover. Man, a I lot want of makeovers. That. I want mm-hmm. that show. I want the show about <laughs> Flitwick. <laughs> Getting made, made over. You, you made a joke. You said it was Queer Eye queer that shows eye, up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know, he's like, I don't want to look old anymore. And they're like, okay, here you go, Flitwick. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to dye your hair, give you a bowl cut. I lost 300 years. I look great. Yeah, that's a great. A lot of makeovers in this third one. Okay, let's let's talk about it. The elephant in the room, the civilian clothes. Everybody was all mad. <laughs> yeah. Kids are running around in their civvies. I they had love civvies it. in I love two. It. I love it. They did a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they did, but, but did not as... Uh, like I don't no. even remember a scene where they're in their the only robes thing, except I, only because I watched it today. But yeah. they are in regular clothes when they go see Aragog, mm. okay. the spider in the forest mm-hmm. already. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But the rest of the time in robes, and then but I like in this one even when they are in robes, it's like thirteen year olds who don't want to fucking wear robes. Yes, that's such mm. a fun detail. The fact that their shirt, like everything, is untucked. Their, their ties, ties aren't, are all tied wrong. Yeah. Nothing yeah. fits right. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah, you're no 13. kid will give a shit about yeah. wearing a uniform. Yeah. I love the detail of the more real world locations as we were watching something. Chelsea mm-hmm. was like, that looks like London because yeah. they were shooting mm-hmm. it there and mm-hmm. stuff like that helps. Um, there's so many great details in this movie. Like, uh, And like you were saying, he made it his own. Catherine, you're yeah. saying Alfonso Cuaron. This feels like an Alfonso Cuaron movie. It almost even starts like an old one. Yeah. And then he like transitions yeah. into his own thing, it seems. Yeah. When, he, when Harry Potter just leaves. Yeah. Like it starts as a Chris Columbus movie when he hits... Miss Trunchbull and yeah, when the Trunchbull ache, oh but she's God. also in Children of Men. This is an Alfonso Cuarón, yeah, go to. Yeah, uh, she's phenomenal. She's she was so good. So good. I hate and she's her. in it for so little. I know. And it's yeah. perfect. I know. She's really great. And yeah, she when we re- made that realization of like, wait a minute, she's the she's the teacher from Matilda. Like, of course and her she character is. in the book says bitch. And I like looked around when I read that. When I saw when I watched the movie when she said bitch, I was like, oh. they hey. did say they it. Did yeah. it. They did it. They went it. <laughs> it's just like when you're a kid uh, in the eighties and nineties and you go see the first Ninja Turtle movie and like the first line Damn. spoken by my by Raphael is like <laughs> Damn! When he loses a sigh, and you're like, <gasps> you look at your parents. You look and they're like, next it's okay, familiar. it's okay. We don't. We this is stupid to us. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. They're not paying attention at all. What makes this the best Harry Potter movie? Uh, well, it is a. They had to find a new Dumbledore. Yeah, which is a huge mm-hmm. deal. And the first two, the first two movies came out in 2001 and 2002. This one came out Close two together. years later in yeah. 2004. They apparently switched their shooting schedule to like an 18 month schedule mm-hmm. for each of these movies as opposed to shorter and chris mm-hmm. columbus had a real i mean he was he said he, he never saw his kids so that's why he didn't come back to direct the third he's like ah i miss my kids he got uh, replacement kids you know. though so whatever <laughs> <laughs> those three you got yeah. a whole school of kids exactly. but columbus oh was, God, was still so a producer kids. on the movie he was still yeah. a producer on prisoner yeah. of azkaban um but uh yeah they had to find a new dumbledore they just it, what makes it the best is it fills in so many gaps it gives you some of Very the best on, casting yeah. in the entire thing that yeah. you see throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. You get Gary Oldman. Boo, Gary you Oldman. You get Boo, Gary yeah. Oldman. Yay, but serious damn, black. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Emma Trelaney. Love Timothy Emma Thompson. Spall. Timothy, Timothy Spall. Spall's Wormtail. Mm-hmm. Yes. Phenomenal. Like perfect Michael casting. Gambon's Dumbledore. Michael Gambon's Dumbledore, which we'll talk about. And then also... Um, Lupin is... Thulis. Lupin. Yeah. Thulis. Yeah. David Thulis yeah. as Lupin. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, and and he originally He's my tried favorite out Defense Against Dark Arts teacher. In the first movie, he auditioned for um, Coral, uh, uh, Professor Coral, oh. 
and wow. he didn't get it. And I'm he, so glad he, didn't get he it. was recommended because his buddy got Quarrel. His his buddy who played him in the first movie recommended David Thewlis for this third one, mm-hmm. and then he he did it um, and was really excited. But he was like, I don't know. But his friend like recommended him. He's like, you should do it. It was great, and he did it. And um, I think by that point he did he didn't he didn't read uh, some of the books or whatever, and then caught up. And the same with Alfonso Cuarón. Like he saw the first uh, movie, I think, and he was like, I don't know. It seems too light. Guillermo del Toro passed. That's yeah. what I was, yeah. Because Del Toro it was too light. too light and too like light. fun. Weird. But I love how Alfonso made it so dark. Yeah. Once Alfonso read all the books, he was like, I'm in. And yeah. I, and, yeah. He, and I can make this work. But yeah, you're right. It's like you're filling in all these gaps. Um, such great actors in this movie. We have to talk about. The kids are actually. They're better. Better Much actors better. Getting, yeah. like, like, like Emma Ron. Watson's good in Emma this Watson's movie. Emma Watson's good. Mm-hmm. She's got some great moments. Uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe's best acting. Rupert Grint is funny man his he's yeah. this kid's got funny. good expressions yes <laughs> he's our age and they use but it and daniel radcliffe <laughs> at this point is, he's very good he's showing up like daniel radcliffe's yeah. like okay i'm not 12 anymore like exactly he's, he's, he's he's doing some real good stuff yeah um shoot i just had a thought and i and i lost it i bet yeah. it was good uh, it was real we have good. to talk about uh greatest of all time goat alan rickman alan rickman because again this is the only he probably episode. is the best casting yeah, in the entire his, thing he is yeah i, I think I, yeah. Best casting. I can't picture anyone else no. playing Agreed. him. Everyone else, He's you can kind one. of figure yes. out someone else that could like, maybe do a decent like I, job. Like I love Maggie Smith. I'm sure that if Helen Mirren tried right. out, like she, like yeah. she could do right. a great job because it's Helen Mirren. Like, but I love Maggie Smith as, mm-hmm. as McGonagall. But Alan Rickman, we lost him. Yeah, he's one of the greatest actors ever. He was so good in this role. It, it's insane. It was perfect casting. And you mentioned he's so you dry, talk but so funny in this movie. The 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 Snape moment at the end. Oh, when he d- protected, yeah, yeah, the the whole time. I mean, again, Keller was saying in the books, like he's a piece he's of. He's a shit. straight up piece of <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, he sucks. Like, people love Snape, and, and people are like, "Oh my god, it's so romantic!" Oh my god, guys, no, Snape he, is an incel. Yeah. Snape is a men's rights activist. Okay, you guys, uh-huh. Snape wears a fedora. Yep. Nobody in this world wears a fedora, but if they did wear fedoras, Snape He'd would for sure one. wear a yeah. fedora, when and it'd be was, really nice. When he it'd be was such a nice fedora. When he was dressed up like um, uh, what's his name's grandmother, Neville's, he, yeah. Neville's grandmother. He almost had a fedora on. He yeah, that's, that was close. That was close. No, but I'm wearing these women's close <laughs> there is this thing though about when like and again it's obviously it differs from the books and the movies but when you have that reveal at the end that like oh he's supposed to be this really great guy mm-hmm. somehow it's still convincing because alan rickman is incredible but you still remember how like evil and mm-hmm. well piece of they, shit he was during he's mm-hmm. much more likable in the movies than he is oh in the books. yes 100 mm-hmm. percent. but yeah there's, there's glimmers of him not being a complete piece of shit in yeah the movies. But there's exactly. that moment when they're being attacked, but once uh, Lupin becomes the werewolf and Snape is the last person to get out of the Whomping Willow or the Shrieking Shack, mm-hmm. and there's a tiny, and tiny right moment. right then he's pissed at yeah, them. Yeah, he about wants, to yell at he's them. He's about to yell at them for everything that they just did, mm-hmm. and he realizes and turns around and still instinctively protects them, and that yeah. like completely showed a different piece of Snape's character it, for yeah, me. Yeah, it reveals that he isn't... Uh, has like you were saying like he's still a teacher he's He's still still wanting to protect these Mm -hmm. kids and he's like a good teacher even though he's a dick yeah Yeah. you know he still understands his responsibilities he's still real good at potions yeah yeah and he yeah Yeah. exactly and you're gonna learn potions i'm gonna learn potions yeah you know and uh, yeah i just oh man he's such an asshole reading the books with how much of an asshole he is it's frustrating it's abusive because (laughs) even damn books because even in my in youth when I was like 12 if I ever came across a teacher like that 
uh, I, I feel like I would always know how to work the system a little hmm. bit and get away with things more than Harry, Ron, and Hermione. And everyone's like, but he's picking on Harry. because I'm like, yeah, but if I were Harry, I would show up and be like, you know, oh, are you going to take five points away from uh, Gryffindor because I'm five minutes late yeah. for a, a thing that was out of my hands? Okay, Professor Snape, did you want to take away five points from Slytherin because um, Malfoy was late last week? And I know you wouldn't want it to seem like you're playing favorites. Right. But, yeah. Like I would work, work this system to where he was just like, what did you say? Yeah. I'm like, I'm following the rules, yeah. Professor Snape. Like I would do that shit. And it's frustrating that, that Harry does it because he's a dumb 12-year-old who's, you know, scared of everything. He's dumb the whole time, home. though. He is. Yeah, he is. He's he dumb does from come from an abusive home, which, you know, you're not going to be real into confrontation <laughs> until true. it bubbles up out of him, which it does. In this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was, I love that scene. She deserved it. Shut up. Shut up. After, he, after she says his mom's a bitch, bitch. basically. Yeah. It's messed up. So Alan Rickman is phenomenal. Let's talk about Michael Gambon. Had to replace the late Richard Harris. Yes. I was not on board immediately when I first I, watched it. They're, they're very different Dumbledores. It's Extremely different. Hard left. The, yeah. The Richard Harris Dumbledore is so surface level, nice and perfect. And I feel like that fills in what people think in their heads. Yeah. Like people have this idea and they're like, they saw that and they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not and even so, dumb. Like when I first saw Richard Harris's version, I straight up went, oh, that's what I've thought a wizard is in yeah. general. True. Just like, like classic like wizard. Merlin wizard. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's what it is. Everyone else is wrong. It was with mm-hmm. King Arthur. Whereas like when you think of the word witch, you think of like the Wizard of Oz, Wicked Witch of the Wet, and then you think mm-hmm. of I think Hocus Pocus immediately. You think Hocus Pocus, you think Bette Midler, but you think Wizard, you think Richard Harris, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, or Gandalf. Like those are the right. two, and they're yeah. basically interchangeable. Yeah. Like, they're, they're just like, you know, but Gandalf has more of that, you know, more of a Saruman vibe, for Michael, sure. <laughs> Michael Gambon, you know, little uh, impish uh, sense of humor. Yeah. Um, so you guys pointed out a great moment where he messes, he, he tells the kids what to do with the time turner, Michael Gambon. The very end. He's yeah. so, so funny. He's so funny. He's like, well, he comes in, you know, well, mm-hmm. we did it. Did, did what? what? Good night. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> and then it says, and then the subtitles say, Dumbledore humming as he walks away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a fun Dumbledore. Yeah. He like is. That. And I think... Like, that is who Dumbledore's supposed to be, just kind of playful about mm-hmm. the most serious well, that, things of all time. That was the time. whole thing, was the first two years looking at it, like, y- you are, like, the greatest wizard of all time, but this mm-hmm. char- this version of you does not portray that, and I think Michael Gambon's version does, because it's like, some shit happened to him, mm-hmm. and you kind of see that. And he that doesn't with, care about anything, because right. he's seen everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can't really get that from the first yeah. from the first two movies. Yeah. He's so somber and scary and talks like this. And even though the first, yeah, he's like, everyone! <laughs> he's dying. Yeah, I know he's he is. Dying. That actor really, he was convinced, <laughs> he was, like wanted to yeah. finish the role. He did. That's tough, man. Oh. Wow. The first two Chris Columbus movies... Six more movies. Yeah, right. Had to finish the role. Oh, guys, I was so worried about Maggie Smith. When really? They, when oh my she, god! I was so afraid but she wasn't going to make it. But she's the same age for the last fifty yeah. years. <laughs> I don't know at what point she's she started the same getting in sick. Down Abbey. Yeah, I don't know what point she started getting sick. But I was like, oh please, I can't, I can't live with they them recasting yeah. you. Yeah. Ugh. That would be tough. They didn't really have to recast so anybody else. Did they? Because Flitwick was still Warwick Davis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just Davis. a weird yeah. version of yeah. him. Yeah, I don't know who. Else, I think some other characters were recast too, but they're minor, minor yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. And they. I think the sw- the Patil sisters might have been recast because they have yeah. a bigger role in Goblet of Fire. Yeah, oh, yeah I think they, they, they do. were. Do look a I little bit different. Were. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some of the kids were. Um, 
yeah, I, I, I don't know. Again, I haven't read the last couple books yet. I don't really remember from the movie, but like how essential was Minerva McGonagall? Do you think they would have recast her? I'd just been like, M- Minerva McGonagall passed away to, if Maggie Smith had passed away. No, no. They would have recast her. She's a big deal. Still. She's right. a big deal in the, yeah. All the way through to the end. All the way, th- mm-hmm. yeah, all the way through till the end. It would have been, it wouldn't have been a thing they could have really it's, they, omitted. They would have had to bring in Helen Mirren. Yeah, yeah. they would have had to do it. Like, that would be the only option. Yep, yep. <laughs> Even though Prisoner of Azkaban is like two hours and 20 minutes, it's, it was at it the time zips. the yeah. shortest, the shortest running and time Even though the third far. act is like completely yeah. like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie zips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a bop. It moves fast. It's a bop. Yeah, the first two definitely. movies, the Chris Columbus movies, they they feel like these like, like, they feel like molasses-y, like Christmassy, slow down. They feel like Christmas. Yeah. It feels like Home Alone, the yeah. first Home yeah. Alone movie. Yeah. Both That's of them the feel like the first Home Alone. So movie. much happened in each one of those in Sorcerer Stone, a Philosopher Stone, whatever. <laughs> Sorcerer Stone, USA. I want to know in the in British version of the movie, do they mm-hmm. reshoot it where they yeah. say Philosopher Stone? Yes. Yes. Really? Yeah. There's another. There's another version where anytime they say the name of that, they say Philosopher Stone, and the actors. There's a shot of them saying that. Whoa. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. This became more important. I mean, than your so. fan fiction. Good. I need to see this Good. version. Well, in my fan fiction, it's called the <laughs> stone. <Yeah. laughs> it's whatever you want. And it's now canon. Yeah, it's in you want. some country. The <laughs> stone. Um, yeah, that's funny. The, the philosopher murder, and the then it's the sorcerer murder. The, sorcerer. Sorcerer the philosopher stone sounds dumb. British people. Ph- it's because to them, a philosopher is yeah. an alchemist. It's a different thing. For us, a philosopher is Plato, Socrates, an old boring guy. So, and it is cool it, that Nicholas Flamel is a real dude, and they put him in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. That is one of my favorite like names that. in the whole series. Flamel. Flamel. We got to mention this: Prisoner of Azkaban is the greatest time travel movie ever made. Easily. Full stop. Agree. Full stop. Agree. Full stop. We came to a stop. Mm-hmm. It's way better than <laughs> Timeline with Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> then Back to the Future Part One, Two, or Three. <laughs> yes. Then. Um, that's all of them. That's all the time travel did movies. It. No Looper. Other. Just the time machine. Yeah, with with you know Guy Pierce, Guy Pierce and Samantha Mumba. Uh, Yikes. Yeah, you guys don't even know who that is. <laughs> Pop Children. star of the early two thousands. Um, yeah, it's the best. It's just airtight, perfect time travel. I love it. It is. I love it. I love. I loved watching it the first time and seeing the things that were like happened earlier in the movie, like the rock getting thrown and you know all that shit was great. MVP of this movie is Buckbeak. Well, yes, okay. obviously Buckbeak. Yeah, yes, the birds? and the birds. Yes, <laughs> and then Hermione. <laughs> yeah, Hermione's the MVP. Oh, like a real person. She's the, the MVP series. of the entire series. Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, in is. general, but in this movie, this is the first time it's like in this movie. I think in the mm-hmm. first two, she's kind of just like a know-it-all. Yeah, and it just comes across as like she was like bossy. Harry, this is the answer. This now she has like, real okay. responsibility. In this that movie, yeah, she's truly literally just dragging these guys along, yeah. and their lives depend on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she saves and everyone's she's life. She's like, okay, shut the fuck up, come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna time travel. I'm gonna put she, this around your neck. Shut up. She has emotion that is more that is treated more. Ooh, and that punched a Malfoy's uh, face. Yes. Solid punch. But it's in the second, so sad. In the first or second movie, in the first movie, we're like they're talking crap about her, and then she hears it and cries as she goes to the girls' bathroom to cry, like. Like it's it's kind of almost treated like oh she's just a girl kind of going through girl stuff yeah but in this one you get to see her her pain when she thinks that Buckbeak was just killed mm-hmm. you know she's devastated and her and her friend Harry is like comforting her like and it's a completely human it's not like a dumb girl teenager mm-hmm. thing that she's going through it's like no she's a great character and she's going through these emotions and it informs the decisions that she makes later so it's great she gets doesn't she get in front of Harry and she's like you have to kill us. 
when when they get to the end and she, they they see Sirius Black and they don't know that he's a good guy still. She, isn't she like you, you have, have to kill, to kill all for, of us yeah. before you get to Harry? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. no, only one. Only one will die. And it took those adults forever to just explain what was no going joke. on. No joke. Come on, guys. They did. Let that, they let those kids seat. sit in that for so mm-hmm. long. But it is it, such a good it scene. It plays out well, though. That Shrieking yeah. Shack scene is, is amazing. Every emotion is running through that scene. Yeah, and through Harry yeah. the entire time. He yeah. doesn't know what to mm-hmm. do. And then he blows Snape away. Yeah. Which is great. He attacked a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that was that awesome. Line. That was great. Uh, at this point, when these movies are coming out... Every- you attacked a teacher is like, or expelled. That's like the same... She ca- oh, yeah. she's like only caring about the academics she truly and the rules. Separate herself the rules. from yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They almost just died, and she's like, "Harry, you broke a rule." Um, the, <laughs> that was a teacher. The Harry Potter franchise was like the go-to franchise for famous British actors to go and be in. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. before Harry Potter franchise, and a little bit during, was the original Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And those are the two major British franchises. If you didn't, if you weren't on one of those, and then years like, later, Game you? of Thrones. Then what? Then what were you doing? Um, I remember um, Martin Freeman was like, I never got in either of those and I'm pissed. Like he made a joke on some late night talk show, maybe Conan or something that he was not in Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings. So then a couple years later, he was Bilbo. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, you know. And he was great as that. Bilbo. Best part of those movies. He's exactly. Perfect Bilbo. He's really good. And those movies are rough. But now the new British franchise is Paddington apparently. Oh, for sure. <sighs> yep. It's, yeah. The most British. Yeah, even uh, even we've got know. how many alum do we have in the padding? The Harry mm. Potter Harry alum Potter do we Mrs. have? Mrs. Dursley. Mrs. Dursley. Not Dursley. Sorry, no. Weasley. Weasley. Mrs. Weasley. We got Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Michael Gambon. We got Umbridge. Umbridge. Uh, d- yeah, um, Dumbledore and Umbridge. Mad Eye Mooney. Yeah, we got uh, Brendan Gleeson. I yep. haven't seen yet. Uh, that Doctor Who actor wasn't in any Harry no, Potters. No, she wasn't in any of them. Mm-hmm. Should have been. Ben Wishaw wasn't in any Harry Potters. No, no. but I think he should have been cast as young Dumbledore instead of Jude Ooh, Law. Mm. Interesting. I like that. I like that too. Jude's a hunk though, but I'll give you that. I like Ben Wishaw. That would have been good. Yeah. That There's been a good. promo photo going around of Jude Law as Dumbledore with that beard Dumb and it beard. is bad. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say, and it is It is hot. bad. It's bad. It's dumb. It just looks dumb. But then in the trailer, he looks okay. It's fine. Are you guys going to go see the new one in theaters? I probably will. Probably will? Yeah. I'll movie pass it. He'll move, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. I, I'm not excited about it, but I'm like, I would be cool. I, I would Johnny like it Depp. if it was way better than the first one. I want to see. I hope that. I don't know. You know I what just, I like? You know what I like about Harry it? Did Harry Potter fans like the first one? I don't one? know. I think it was split. Yeah, I think, I think it, it was, was split. split. Because Same with the play. The first mm-hmm. one should have been its own movie, and it was just used to set up this second movie, I think. And mm-hmm. also and to replace, sucked. dang, I just blanked on Colin, Colin yeah. Farrell. Mm-hmm. With, yeah, like, just Colin keep him Farrell, as Colin Farrell. Have it be Colin yeah. Farrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just let Colin Farrell do it instead of Johnny Depp. Colin Farrell's a better actor than Johnny Depp. I'm pretty sure when we saw it, we were sitting like third row. Third row at the Vista. And it was like 10, it was like a late showing. And I think when they showed that Johnny Depp, what did you say? You said something out loud. I was angry. I think you just went, oh no, or something, but like verbally out loud (laughs) (laughs) while the transition was happening. Did other people hear it? I don't know. I mean, he looks like. Jack Frost, one Martin the, Short from Santa yeah. Claus 3. I think one of the uh, shows I went to, a lot of people laughed. People yeah. were pissed. It is 
hilarious. Yeah. He looks so dumb. He looks bad. He's too, he's too, have like he's too long famous. Blonde hair. He's too he's famous. Bad. He is too famous. He's, he's Johnny Depp. He's not whatever character you know he's playing now in movies. It's it really should have been yeah. yeah should have been and a younger person. Cast unknown. So damn weird. Is like I don't understand how they're leaning into protecting this thing. It's like with the allegations that were put on him, especially since he was barely in the first one right it's so easy Literally to make a change yeah. it's sure. so easy to sure. make a change but it's so weird because double like down warner brothers is like backing him up but then at the same time and this is what's crazy at comic-con which by the time you hear this it will have just passed yeah on saturday they had, a, had fun. they had a yeah we had a great See time <laughs> great time uh warner brothers panel saturday morning in their big hall h and at and the first half of it is uh they're like fantastic beast is going to show up johnny depp's not going to be there but you know that's the johnny depp movie and it's then called right crimes afterwards, of grindelwald yeah and then yeah he's in the title and then right afterwards we well, just had that rolling stone they're gonna sh- they're gonna oh, show yeah, off that. aquaman that also stars amber heard the woman who oh yeah allegedly yeah like, was, that's fucked up so it's warner brothers is like backing up both of them and i'm kind of like huh that's weird. Like, I liked it when Amber Heard was cast in Aquaman and Warner yeah. Brothers put out a statement like, we want to make sure that she's a part of this movie and we can't wait to work with her. And that was like, that's great. Mm. So it's so weird that, one, and like, and they're in the same hour block. Like, both of these movies are being promoted in the same hour and a half Is block Amber on Heard Saturday. Is Amber Heard going to be there? Probably. She has no reason hmm. not to be. She's yeah. Mera in the Aquaman movie. Like, she's Aquaman's love mm-hmm. interest, you know? And she, and like, Nicole Kidman's in that Aquaman movie. And she's oh, also really? in Paddington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Aquaman's mom. You know, I was kind of bummed when they cast Jason Momoa. I was like, sweet, all the Atlanteans are going to look uh, Samoan. This is going to be mm-hmm. awesome. This, yeah. all, this is going to be like Nicole Moana. Kidman. Yeah. They got Nicole, the whitest woman in the world, <laughs> the lovely porcelain white Nicole Kidman. She should have been Rachel the House. Mom? Like, oh my that God, if it was Rachel Should have been House. Rachel House. Rachel House needs to be an. Every yeah, single movie. It should have been Rachel House. Been Rachel People House. don't know who that is. She oh. was in Thor Ragnarok. And she's she was the also voice of the grandmother in Moana. Voice of the grandmother Moana. She and is. she's in. But like the first Terminator, yeah. Sarah Connor, the not the one where she can do chin ups. Child yeah. Protective Services and Hunt for the Wilder People. Exactly. She's amazing. She's so, also yeah. in Boy. Should have been her. Should have been her because it's like. Bro. What? I'm like, how dark is the guy <laughs> that Nicole Kidman had sex with to make Jason Momoa. How dark would that guy have to be? He would have to be like... She is the whitest woman. She, that is, she is porcelain. She's porcelain. She's a porcelain woman. She would have to... She, that guy would have to be darker than like any actor we've ever seen. Yeah. Like like a darker skin tone than the beautiful Lupita Nyong'o. Because he's underwater. Darker than, than... He's for sure not getting yeah. a fucking tan. Darker than Charlie Murphy. Like like the dark... Like, yeah. Like <laughs> to, to make like, you know, middle of the skin tone range Jason Momoa. I'm so yeah. mad crazy. Charlie Murphy isn't Aquaman's dead. That would be great. Well, rest in peace, Charlie yeah. Murphy. Yeah. But that would have been... Uh, yeah, that would have been awesome if it's just like if it's just like the blackest black guy is yeah. Aquaman's like American, you know, human father who Nicole Kidman shows up. That would be great, but I don't know. I don't know if they've already cast him yet. Anyway, Paddington, it's great. It's lovely. It's so great. Didn't Paddington, fix Brexit. It I, didn't fix no. Brexit, but it is a perfect children's movie. It, it is. It is. Yeah, I was very and like this said, perfect for the whole family. Yeah, that yeah. movie is good for the whole family. Yeah. It's Wes Anderson, but for the whole family, not just for like film geeks kinda yeah. you know mm-hmm. like it's for it's for everybody you don't have to have glasses so you yeah. saw Paddington 2 recently not yet, not yet. Not yet. Just okay the first you just one. saw the first one last night I heard it's better I I, I think 2 I think might be better, better mainly because Hugh Grant Hugh Grant as a villain is mm-hmm. the most bonkers thing in a movie yeah and He's I love so, it so, so much so funny I can't it. wait I can't wait 
Um, also, the first Paddington's just scary to me. Nicole Kidman really? wants to kill. Yeah. Let's, let's I love that bear. taxidermist Van yeah. Bitt, though. It's, it's so funny. Good. And the backs of the stuffed animals' oh, the butts. Oh, si- yes. When it, <laughs> All the taxidermist. Yeah. It's really good. There's some oh, dumb little... so lovely. Like, you have to... You don't even have to be paying that much attention, but you'd have to be focusing mm-hmm. to notice those dumb little things. They don't address so many mm-hmm. gags in that. The Paddington integration into society, uh, especially during this World Cup, has been incredible to watch. Oh, the fuck Paddington signs There was a fo- so photoshopped funny. thing where Peru was playing... Australia. Aus- Australia, sorry, was playing Peru, mm-hmm. and someone photoshopped a scarf that said, fuck Paddington. <laughs> And then Hugh who, Grant. Who was that insulting? Was that insulting Peru? Peru. Oh. Not England for some reason, no. but, but you know. It's, it's so interesting. Peru. And then you're saying Hugh Grant. Hugh what? Grant. Uh, well, it's because Paddington learned English sure. from an English guy who came to the Peruvian yes. jungle. So he's still Peruvian. Yes. Yeah. My question is, do Peruvians take Paddington as one of their own? Also, does so, Paddington speak Peruvian? Peruvian? Is that the Spanish? So, Spanish? 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 I would say Spanish. Uh, I know. Spanish. I don't know. My friend went to... Peru, mm-hmm. and she said that she was very impressed by the amount of Paddington stuff in the area. Really? Like that. mm-hmm. That's I like that. awesome. Yeah. I like that. She was very happy. excited about it. That makes me happy. But too. yeah, they did a fuck Paddington, and then Hugh Grant responded, mm-hmm. and he said, Oh, I sent I, you this. He said, I did, or he, something. He was like, I did. It's it's a scandal coming yeah. out on Amazon Prime. And I was like, there's so many, th- I don't know what, what is happening with this response. Hugh Grant <laughs> fucked Paddington. She tried to make a joke about, a joke about that's what we were saying the whole time. We the thought, guy who well, we cheated thought Sally Hawkins on Elizabeth was trying to fuck Paddington Hurley. the whole time. The guy who cheated on Elizabeth Hurley famously and got asked about it by Jay Leno and like, this is like, he one tried of to the, make a weird, yeah. Oh, hey, Hugh. Hector, can you please do your Jay Leno asking Hugh Grant about that uh, impersonation, hey, you know, Hugh, please. You know, I gotta, I got, you know, hey, you, I gotta ask you, you know, here, you're here on the show, and you gotta, you gotta, it's in the headlines. You gotta, you gotta, it's in the headlines. It's what's happening right now in the news. I gotta ask you, you know, you, 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 you got a beautiful, beautiful wife, girlfriend, you got Elizabeth Hurley, she's amazing, and then it's a prostitute. It's what you had an affair with. I gotta ask you, what, you know, what was going through your head? And then Hugh Grant responds, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Honestly. So much stuttering happened that stuttering. episode of television. Yeah. It's rough. That was. That I remember as a childhood moment when that happened in the news. I was like 12 or something. Yeah. My mom explained to me. She goes, Hector. Don't ever be Hugh Grant. (laughs) She said, sometimes people who have affairs, it doesn't matter how beautiful their wife or husband is or how much in love they are it's like a it's like a separate psychosis thing it's like a separate mom had this conversation yeah she did incredible because because it's like the way also like Hector's mom came over and just like sat me down and had this conversation with me for some reason. So I think it's just a thing she does. She gave me a lot of good advice, uh, uh, advice I'll never forget when yeah. I was a young person. She said, Hector, keep track of your sperm. And that's really good advice for a young boy to hear. It's really good. That's the type of mom my mom is. But yeah. she told me. But like that, because that the, file cabinet is getting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where are these millions of bad boys? Where are they? I know exactly where they are at all times. <laughs> uh, but, she, but she told me because of the way that like Hugh Grant was being vilified. For being for for having an affair while he was with Elizabeth mm-hmm. Hurley, who was considered one of the most beautiful women on the planet, mm-hmm. and I think my mom was trying to make the point of like even if somebody is with someone who the press angle like changes, perfect. yes, yeah, he, yeah. It, it doesn't make it. It doesn't mean that like ugly p- people or yeah. average looking people are more deserving of being cheated on. Right. Yeah. That's a point she was trying to make. Yeah. She's also saying you know Hugh Grant 
uh, seemingly had everything mm-hmm. and still went still and did it. Mm-hmm. saw a prostitute because there's a thing she's trying to explain like it, some some men will have that in their head like they have to go and do that yeah. and that's why he's not know. in Harry Potter I'm glad we got around to it <laughs> there we go that's why I never made it into the franchise ah <laughs> uh, boy I don't know what else there is to say about Prisoner of Azkaban I want Hugh Grant it's to be great. Young Dumbledore Young Dumbledore I don't Young Dumbledore okay man. I don't know no I would, would rather have close. Hugh Grant be Grindelwald <laughs> Oh, that'd be yeah. so <laughs> be funny. Yeah. Truly, I can't wait for you to see. I mean, I'm bringing it back to Paddington. But you have to. <laughs> it's watching Hugh Grant be a villain mm-hmm. in a silly, silly role, but still truly mean is mm. so funny. Mm. I can't but wait. If he was Nicole Kidman Grindelwald. was mean. She was and scary. Still over the top and silly, but yeah. she was like. Very white. She's very, very, very. Oh, very man. They definitely, they, they lean into it on that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked her for haircut, sure. though. Her, that, I feel like that haircut's evil. Except when the Wasp had it in the first Ant-Man movie. She had that exact same exactly. haircut. Exactly. It means business. It means business. That's what it means. It's those straight-ass lines. Yeah. It's like, man, someone had a ruler. <laughs> Just like uh, that part where uh, Michael Pena was describing the events of the first Ant-Man Did movie. Did you see Ant-Man? I didn't. Yeah. You, okay. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen either. Either of them? Yeah. Well. you got to watch them. Yeah. yeah. They're funny. You can come over and watch them in 3D if you want. I can't watch three. He's been trying to what? get me to watch. I know. You can watch 3D. Catherine, or can we show you something on the TV? You can show me something. I just you? can't. Because I know that both of you have glasses and it doesn't bother you, but yeah. it bothers me so much when I have to put them over because oh, I'm so Catherine, blind. We'll get over that hump. Catherine, <laughs> we'll get over that hump. I've known Geller for years and he's yeah. literally just been trying to get me to watch The only reason is because we're, of him. When we're, <laughs> we're done with this, we'll put on a movie and test it out. Okay. Because there's a couple things to know. You can pick the movie. Number one. Watching 3D on a TV at home is always better and mm-hmm. more clear than when you go to the theater mm-hmm. and it's all messed up. Number two, we got real light, little plastic frames. They're super. <laughs> they don't add you much know, at all. They don't. All right. They don't. And number three, number uh, three, the movies, the 3D versions of movies are usually brighter on purpose to offset the the way that you put on the darker shade so okay. that it should even out. Okay. We'll try it out. We'll and try if you it don't, we're gonna like try it, it out. It's okay. But we if have you do, to try it out, great. Though. We'll try it out. You can come over and watch Ant Man. All right. Yeah, it's Sorry, that's fine. I hope you like it. (laughs) I really hope you like it. I mean, we got the last two Harry Potter movies in 3D. Although I've seen some of that, and the 3D is not great. Well, the first one especially, yeah, because I think they little wonky fast converted that one. Yeah, they rushed it. Last one, they're like, you know, let's put it out in 3D. Let's do it. But um, yeah, we'll look at a we'll look at cool stuff. Hmm. What would this movie be if Chivo DP'd it? Do you think Lebeski? Uh, who are you talking about? Emmanuel right Lebeski. Emmanuel Lebeski. Who? He DP'd uh, Children, Children of Men, Utah Tambien, Terrence Malick's go to director of photography. Yeah. Wow. Also, A Little Princess. A Little and Princess. Little Princess. Um, he didn't do Prisoner of Azkaban? No. He, he did Series of Unfortunate, unfortunate events, events instead. Oh. Which, which is to incredibly be fair, is well it, shot. It's very uh-huh. well shot. But the Netflix show is better. Oh, yes. Yeah. You have to yeah. say yes. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I it's love better. that movie though. I know people don't like that I need movie. To rewatch it. I, I need love to that movie. It. Okay. It's yeah. it, it's I it, do enjoy the They cram three books into yeah. one thing and it's a little bit too much of a chapter it was, thing. It was ahead yeah. of its time. Yeah. I think yeah. that that uh the fact that the Netflix show came out and I was like, Oh, two episodes is a book. This yeah. is perfect. This yeah. is you gotta very well. I rewatched that, the first that they did. season yeah. a lot. Yeah. But I would once I figured out kind of who Koran and Lubezki were I I've always just wanted to see a prisoner of Azkaban Azkaban movie mm. that Chivo shot. It would have been know. amazing. Who was the cool. director of photography on this? His um, name is Michael Serkins. I don't remember it was. He was. He's doing he's Mowgli. He's very old. He is doing mm. the Mowgli that he Karan did is like directing. Midnight Express. Wait, Karan's directing a Mowgli movie. He's doing mean, a Jungle Book movie. Isn't he? Isn't that wait? Um, Karan's Andy directing Serkis? it. I thought Circus. So. 
was directing. I thought Andy Serkis was directing. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I think it's Andy oh. Serkis. I remember when the the Favreau jo- Jungle mm-hmm. Book movie came out that people were saying that there was still... Yeah, they're still yeah. doing the circus cor- one. Mm-hmm. So there's three now? I don't even know or about the Or maybe Circus one, took it off of... I think. Okay, Because maybe now it. Alfonso Cuaron's doing that one set in the 70s Mexico City or something. Oh. Yeah, that's going to be amazing. I like Alfonso Cuaron With a lot. I, Emmanuel Lubezki. We have gravity in 3D, and that's intense. Oh. So it's we intense. should put that on. It is okay, stressful. That's I'll watch those two moments. It's stressful. I... Uh, I only know about Cuaron from my dad, mm-hmm. who does not give a shit about movies awesome. whatsoever. But he knows about Alfonso Cuaron? Why? Because he is from Mexico. Yeah. And that truly, like, he made a point to me. He was like, hey, guess what? The next Harry Potter movie is getting directed by a Mexican. I was like... <laughs> well, like the last... Oh, okay. Awesome. That's awesome. And he... And once that clicked, and, like, again, my dad truly doesn't care about movies, mm-hmm. but he has liked seeing this, like, little group of Mexican creators Him, come out, Toro. yeah, mm-hmm. Chivo and Inarito. They all like, make such Inarito. fucking cool shit. Yeah. They're good. Too. They're good directors. Yeah, all so good, good directors. They're yeah. so good. And I remember, I don't remember if it was because Quran won for he won Gravity. for Gravity. Mm-hmm. Inarito won for Birdman. 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 And then Guillermo for Shape of Water. Yeah, but Inarito won. Inarito. Oh no, Lubezki won three in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. All three that he DP'd. Director, photographer, and yeah. I remember my dad watching the Oscars and being, and I was like, dad, what do you like? This is fucking cool. Like, mm-hmm. what are you thinking about? He just <laughs> stands there and goes, yeah, it's good. I, you know, sometimes I wish they could just do more movies about Mexico. And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, and I just started crying Yeah, <laughs> because mm-hmm. like when I saw you two mama Tambien, I never have like related to, I loved learning about the parts of Mexico throughout yeah. the movie and how like he yeah. used that as, mm-hmm. A story within the story mm-hmm. and that was so that's that movie that is, part hits you the hardest throughout the whole thing oh yeah that movie is just when it goes silent and just tells you about and this there's one like a place in yeah, yeah it's so good but that's the only reason alex jacobs who is a previous guest on this podcast yes. mm-hmm. um, always makes a joke during oscar season if one of them wins that he's only happy for my dad yeah. Because Alex always has his picks and he's sure. always very upset when they don't win. Sure. And uh Yeah, I was at an Oscar party and I was the only person rooting for Guillermo del Toro to win for yeah. Shape of Water. Everybody else was like, Lady Bird. They're yeah, like, yeah. Lady Bird oh, should yeah. take it. Okay. Like, Lady Bird's great. But um you guys, uh, Shape, Shape of Water is better directed. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's the other thing too. I also had a feeling that the Academy was gonna do that because it was gonna be less controversial than giving it to a Lady Bird. Director. Lady Bird, which would then steal it from uh, was it Get Out that was nominated also? Oh, oh yeah, yeah which picture. is also a first-time director. And, yes, and it's like, Get Out is like the black movie that they nominated. That, you know, if like Lady Bird... And it's like the, the white girl movie. <laughs> movie. The girl movie would, you know, would take it. Um, I felt like the Academy was like, Ooh, let's just yeah. go for the fish fucking movie, yeah. which yeah, yeah. isn't going to offend anybody. Like, yeah. it's not... It's not no yeah, the fish fucking movie is yeah. the one that doesn't offend anybody. <laughs> no one is mad at Gear... You no. can't be mad... Okay. He is the... Man. Yeah, he's my, the best. I love him he so is. much. There's my, an action figure that they're coming out with of his at Comic Con. Just, just him? Here. It's like a little exclusive. That's like a is this the, Are you like getting a one? Is this the Funko thing? I, uh, or the pop? It's not a Funko. Oh, it's, okay. like, it's like a. It's like kind of like a Barbie doll style action figure. Can you get it? I'm gonna try to. My Do friend it. said that they're coming out with a director series. Oh, Taika Waititi. Yeah, so Taika was gonna be in Comic Con. I'll try and track one down. Oh, I don't. That 
It's just funny that yeah. there's a director series. Yeah, it's great. My mom is the same way, though, as your dad, where, like, my mom texted me to let me know that a Mexican was going to star in Star Wars mm-hmm. for Rogue One, that, like, yeah. Diego Luna's in that. Mexicans do that stuff. They they, they will go, to, you know, but I but I agree with your dad where well, it's, it's like, like... idiots saying there's no audience for it. Right. It's yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's tough, though, because a lot of those major, that little Mexican group of directors haven't made movies necessarily about... Mexico in right, a while. That, like, they've get it, that they've gotten the recognition Exactly. For. Yeah. It's for the other, That's which what, is awesome because I want... We did watch Morris Peros on this Yes, we podcast. did. Yeah, I still need to see that one. That That's was, one I haven't seen. That was... Uh, it was uh, tough. That was in a way too, right? good. Yes. yes. Yeah. It is. Really, really good. It's a good movie. I um, mean, any every movie, even all the bad movies, any movie that Gael Garcia Bernal in is, he's perfect. He's very good. He's it. very good in he's it. Yeah. I think he's one of the best. Especially not like his character. Yeah, I'm but sure, but but, you, but he's good. He was in a good. movie. Uh, Coco. He was in Coco. Mm, he's very so good. Are we going to talk about Coco now? Yeah, we're going to talk about Coco. Right. It's great. I, mean, I have that. Who three. from Harry Potter is in Coco? <gasps> we do have that in 3D, 3D too. Can you imagine if there was? That would be great. There's no crossover. Yeah, that's why they got to make that Brazilian school yeah. trilogy. That's what I'm saying. They do yeah. need to. Seven don't books. do the American school. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's got to be Brazil. I don't give a shit about. Yeah, I don't care about the American school. Salem? Uh, I, I don't know, but it's all like named after like Native American. That's cool. I think it's, but I think it's like fairly. It's still white. Racist. Like, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that we got to go Brazil. Like, yeah. Kind Man. of appropriation-y. Sure. I think sure. that's what it came across as. Sure. The, the woman who wrote the name Cho Chang. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. You say so, brother. Yeah. Man, we're, we're, I was watching <laughs> four with Hector and. Yeah. I was like, man, this is really where she just like settles into the stereotypes that she's establishing in this. <laughs> yeah, with like, here's crumb. the French people from the school. Here's yeah. the Russian people uh, from this school. Yeah, here's the Bulgarians or whatever. And they're <laughs> Eastern like, European. We don't all yeah. talk like this. Yes. Yeah. They're also break dancers um, for some reason. Break that dancers. That scene makes me laugh every time. I hate that band so much. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like. That's probably just like a really an actual British band oh, that they it got to, was. and yeah. people were oh, it's like a were happy and about it. It was everybody except for the lead singer of Radiohead. I think there was a bunch of people like that that like comprised the band. That I was forgot. like a, yeah, because like in Game of Thrones, I think it was a monster, not a Monsters and Men. Some, oh, Sigur Rós was in it, right? Yeah. Oh, oh maybe that's. What I think Sigur Rós was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, they were the at the wedding. They were the like band playing the song. Is Harry Potter better than Game of Thrones? Uh, I enjoy it exponentially yeah. more okay game of thrones i'll just say it's better makes me want to yeah be angry and yeah. sad mm-hmm. i'll say it's better i'll say just it's because better. it's more fun to is watch. harry potter and i'm talking movies books the whole shebang yeah. better than the lord of the rings and the hobbit um i i mm. you can't you have to say no just because yeah. so much of what's in harry potter probably is drawn from lord of the but rings so much but of it is also improving upon true tolkien's world so but, I don't know. Yeah, Tolkien's different. world has huge problems as well. I oh. haven't seen any of the Hobbit movies yet. You don't need have, to. We can show have you all some three D too. Oh my god. I we can kind of cut that into one movie. I kind of took a stance against not watching it only because I was so disappointed that it was like a CGI. Like that was the best part of the whole first. How practical and how huge yeah, how those pra- other ones yeah, are. Yeah, that's what made me yeah. love it so much. But one of the orcs in the Hobbit was clearly designed by Guillermo del Toro before he dropped out. A couple. Like, he was yeah. involved in it? Was he yeah, gonna, he was going to do, gonna do it originally. Dude, he's going to do two movies. The wow, only reason that he didn't, that. I think, is because he wanted to do Smaug differently. He really? wanted Smaug to be gnarly. I think there's a couple wow. different reasons. It was a thing where like... They the pale like, orc, though, he, was for he, sure. He was ready to go, and they weren't 
ready yet. So he's like, well, yeah. I'm going to go do other stuff. I think that's part of it. Uh, the the best example of um, analyzing what happened with the Hobbit movies is uh, Lindsay Ellis has a YouTube series, three videos on YouTube that are like 40 minutes a piece. Mm-hmm. She went to New Zealand. She talked to one of the actors that played a dwarf, mm-hmm. and he, he broke it down. He was like, we weren't invited to the premiere of the third movie. Hmm. even though we were the dwarves yeah and then i posted it on facebook like like someone's like some fan was like are you guys gonna be there to the premiere in la and he's like sorry they told us that it's not in the budget and he because he put that on facebook then immediately somebody from warner brothers was like oh yeah you guys can come you guys mm. can come uh, but please don't post that kind of stuff hmm. so there's a bunch of like behind the scenes bullshit yeah yeah as to why those movies are not great yeah and there well, is the still beard budget is insane on that movie the so. beer budget beard yeah. beard yeah beard. um <laughs> I think, uh, have you read the Hobbit Hobbit book? Are you a fan of the books? I haven't read any of the books. Um, The Hobbit is my favorite of those four. Yeah. Yeah. I had, I owned it. Mm -hmm. Never read it. Fully owned it. Never (laughs) read it. I want to see all the unopened books you have on your bookshelf. I have so many, but like, (laughs) and I read, I read a lot more when I was a kid than I do Mm -hmm. now, which sucks, but. Truly, I owned that, but I owned The Hobbit. I think I also ordered it from Scholastic. I think I just liked ordering from yeah. Scholastic. I loved book fairs yeah. so much in book orders. Book fairs were amazing. They were they awesome. Were. Yeah. They were awesome. Owned it. I think maybe read the first chapter mm-hmm. 8,000 times and just never did it. That's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know. Don't watch I the did movies. understand the, re- you know, I understood the, the, the Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just in pop culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You missed out on Tom Bombadil, though. He Hector's sucks. personal favorite character. I hate that character. It's a useless thing that they cut out from the book when they made the first. Lord He's the, the most Rings powerful movie. character in the entire <laughs> series. No, it's a stupid waste of time. He he controls Tolkien. all of it. What? That's it is an entirely ridiculous. huge waste of time. But he could kill any of them at any time. Ugh. He could grow as a tree Boring. and then just drop the ring into Mordor that if he wanted to. But he didn't because he likes to sing songs instead in the forest. How much crossover actors-wise is there? I feel like Harry there's Potter, a good amount. Really? I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, Ian McKellen never makes an appearance. Yeah, they kind of actually... That should have been the go-to Dumbledore. That's who I immediately thought. That's who I thought they were going to go for. I feel like that would be too weird. Too Gandalf. Too weird, yeah. yeah. Too similar. Um, Plus he was Magneto. I feel like really there's similar. not that much there's crossover. Like, why not. is Kate Blanchett not in this franchise? Mm, in Harry Potter? Because she's in Lord of the Rings. She's Galadriel. Is she Australian? I don't know. I think she's like Welsh or something. I don't know. I don't know. Me neither. Whatever. Did yeah. y'all see Ocean's Eight? No, I, did. I didn't. What'd you think? I liked it. I thought it was going to be way more fun than it Me was. Too. Me too. I was like ready for it to kick in, Me for too. like it to have the you know heist the movie Oceans. montage, and okay. I was like, I lo- oh, love the, oh, love the cast. Okay. <laughs> it didn't quite. Uh, Keller, you rewatched two and three recently. Ocean's Eleven was our first movie on this, li- and mm, I love okay. the original Ocean's Eleven. It's yeah. just so. Zippy, quickie, fun. Like it's my brother's know. favorite franchise. Yeah, really? Yes. So good. He loves them, yeah. I love all three of them. I even like uh, two. I need to rewatch. Two I... is much more, like, less of a heist movie. And we need to watch. we need to watch the original. With the oh, yeah. We gotta, you have it, I've don't never, you? Yeah, I have it on DVD. I've never seen it. So we got to do I that, I haven't too. seen it either. But it's, it's good. It's, yeah. I don't know if it's on the list. Is the original Ocean's Eleven no. on the list? Mm-hmm. The no. Is it called Ocean's Eleven? Yeah, but instead of... It's like Ocean's Frank Sinatra's one, one. Danny Ocean, right? Mm. The number 11. Whereas the new ones are like Ocean's 11 spelled out, 12 it, spelled out, 13 spelled out, 8 spelled out. So, yeah. Interesting. Is Frank Sinatra Danny Ocean? Uh, I think it's um, Dean Martin. Okay. I don't care. Come well, on, I, man. Like, you have to care. Sa- uh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr.'s in it? Yeah. 
That's all I know. The about Rat Pack. It. The we Rat named pack. all of them, right? That's it. All three of them, and some other guy. That's like, hey, don't forget about me, baby. And we're all like, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't care. Who cares? I'm gonna sing a yeah. song yeah. on a piano. Catherine, do you think that Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban deserves to be in the top 500 movies of all time? Absolutely, I think it greatest. should be higher. Yeah. Where do you think higher? it should be? I mean, top 100. And do you think any other Harry Potter movies should, should be on be the on list, list, or do you think this should just be the representation? I think this should be the representation. Agreed. I, I agree with that. Yeah. If I want to knock out, I want to knock off. Is David Yates who did the last four? Two, four? Oh, yeah. four, yeah. Yeah. Because he did five, six, and then seven in part one yeah. and two. Like, I guess, I don't know. I feel like yeah. Mike Newell didn't know what to do after Koran, yep. and then he figured out how to mesh the world that had been created in those first two and then kind of mm-hmm. give his own thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that got, got to give it to Alfonso. Gates came in and got to give it to Alfonso. I want to knock off some of the Star Wars prequels on here and add some, I want to add like The Last Jedi as a Star Wars movie. I think I would add. You have to pick two Star Wars movies. <sighs> then I might go The Last Empire Jedi. Empire and, and Last Jedi. Just, oh, just two of the whole thing? Two. Fuck, it's got to be a new hope. Okay, you can put three because Star Wars and Empire both have to be on there. Fine, I'd put those two and then I'd put The Last Jedi. Yeah. Those those would be my top three Star Wars movies. Did you like The Last Jedi? I saw that with you. I liked it the second time I watched it. You didn't like it the first time? I I remember walking out and you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was fine. And then I watched it a second time and I sat there going, oh, he doesn't give a shit and I love it. Like he doesn't give a shit that it's a, you know, this like respected series, but he gives a shit because he's trying to make a movie. Yeah. And every little detail that like And he still respects it. Yeah. He just mm-hmm. didn't, he, he wasn't catering. He doesn't what's in yeah. people's brains. He wasn't catering to a lot of the stuff that Agreed. people wanted, I think. Agreed, yeah, yeah. It's not a superhero movie. It's not. Luke made a mistake and failure. The greatest lesson is <laughs> failure. It's consistent. So good. With his actions in the other movies. Yeah, I agree. So I would put, yeah, I'd be okay also with just Prisoner of Azkaban being the one Harry Potter movie. Agreed. Um, I do think yeah. one of them definitely deserves because it's like, yeah, yes, maybe the yes. first a franchise with this much longevity this so to many. do yeah. so well. It followed kids growing up. Oh, I like, saw I saw you know. this first movie mm-hmm. on my 11th birthday Dude. and he turns 11 in yeah. the movie and my head exploded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, every this movie would come out around my birthday mm-hmm. every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's as crazy. I grew up with them. It's like Lord of the Rings is another accomplishment, but they filmed all three of those at once. Yeah. And that's an accomplishment in and of itself, but you also got to hand it like, yeah, but these people kept this coming is back. Boyhood, you see them but naturally growing yeah, and like yeah. it matches and it's it works. Magic boyhood. Yeah. Magic boyhood. <laughs> it's crazy. You know? So, yeah. Fuck I mean, off, Link we always later. end up We always end up comparing Harry Potter to Lord of the Rings because of the sort of similar. Fantastical mm-hmm. elements. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, they're diff- they do different stuff. I know that all three... Lord of the Rings are you on. Can compare here. it with Twilight instead, if you want. Mm. It's just—I was just gonna say that, like, it's—it's it's weird that we do compare it to those two because Lord of the Rings, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't cater to kids at all. Correct. No, like, the it's like high even, fantasy yeah. novel, and it like, is more like kids Game would of read it back then because mm-hmm. kids would read back. Then. Right. I would say it's more teens and kind of young adults. Yeah, but Harry Potter like fully I, yeah, catered like a, to kids, yeah. at least in yeah. the first chunk of it. Definitely. Yeah. So I think that's a big difference. And also, she just got became a better writer as it went along too. Mm-hmm. Although that fourth book, man, could have trimmed a lot of fat. I'm just saying, J.K. Well, was this is like, the first time you said that. Yeah. She, the editor is like, I feel like that's what happened. That the editors were like, J.K., your three first books are amazing international bestsellers. Do whatever you want for the fourth. And but just, that's where okay. you get the elf rights. Pages. Seven hundred pages. That's fine. I know. Yeah, I they like go into like the big stuff. hardcover. Yeah. 
exactly. Um, In the thick of it. This is a, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's your favorite movie of all time, Catherine? Uh, my answer in the past five years has been Boy. Boy. By Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. Wow. Yeah. This really? is who first showed me Boy. Yeah. Okay. okay. I uh, watched that movie at an orphan Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, For people who f- don't know what that is, that is when friends in Los Angeles gather because they can't afford to fly home. Yes. Because they're all transplants, yeah. so they get together and they have a Friendsgiving. So yes. Yes. And this one was uh, at the theater that we worked at, at Nerdmelt. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just me, our friend Nolan, who was the one that insisted on us watching it. He loves it. that movie, He right? loves it. Mm-hmm. He was like, we got to watch it. Um, no one's going to watch Crash with us. Oh, my God. I know. Cool. I'm, cool. So I'm so sorry. So <laughs> I told him. Thanks. I was like, Nolan, will you watch Crash with us? And he was like... <laughs> No. <laughs> Why? Awesome. And I was like, but you'd get so mad. And he's like, you're right. You're Put right. me down. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah, that has been my go-to just because I kind of like the feeling of having it be a movie that I get to tell people to watch. And it's not oh. one that not a lot of people have seen before. It is right. so good, too. That but movie good. hits me yeah. every single time. It In a good. different way. When he rips the jacket off of him. Yeah. It? Okay. Keller's yeah. shown it to me. I made it to him. Yeah. yeah. But I love... What we do in the shadows more. I love Hunt for the Wilder People Thor more. Ragnarok. Hunt for Thor the, Ragnarok. Yeah, Hunt for the Wilder People is easily one of my favorite movies. Yeah. But is your favorite superhero movie Thor Ragnarok because Taika? You know, it. Sh- it people <laughs> people thought yeah people thought that that was what What's it would your be. Favorite I superhero think, movie. I'm I. She loves Spider. Loved Homecoming. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, awesome! Like it's the best. Saw it. I loved it it's so best. much. Um, it is very funny. Don't it's flip. It's so funny. It's yeah, so Spider-Man. Funny. Spider-Man. I did rewatch Ragnarok recently, uh-huh. and I forgot how much I liked it because I wanted fun. to see it multiple it times makes in me theaters. Laugh so it's much. so funny. Keller is like um, pork. Yeah. Yeah. He told me to Hector nominated me to pick three fictional characters that, and he keeps telling me to do Korg. Korg's got to be one of I them. I mean, of course, he gave himself the best. The funniest yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> so Taika. He's so well. He's Amen. improvised all of it. Yeah, so just, <laughs> that's why it was the funniest. I character. can't wait for Jojo Rabbit. That's stupid. Hey, is that the Hitler one? Don't yeah. get mixed up with that yeah. Nazi stuff. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> that's the only just, Taika quote that Hector yeah. ever says, though. So he, he quotes yeah. boy regularly. That's yeah. so funny. It's true. He Don't was obsessed with, with Hitler stuff. as a yeah. kid. Yeah, I bet. And he would draw. Uh, the swastika all over his notebooks mm-hmm. and he would get afraid that people were thinking that like he you know was a, yeah was mm-hmm. a nazi mm-hmm. so he would draw them into windows windows yep and then the houses do you watch that ted talk no oh that, that's, really that's I wanna, where i got we it should from. watch that ted talk <laughs> it's so funny and that's interesting fascinating yeah yeah it's, I the, love that it's man. the best he's my favorite person <laughs> he's fair tell us about when you met yeah. taika waititi no. <laughs> you met him okay what happened yeah did i assume it went well you got to tell the story. It went well? Good. No, it didn't go. You have your hands in your no, face and you're crying? It, it went uh, perfect. And Okay, let's set the stage. Where oh, are you? No. What time of day is it? How are you meeting Taika Waititi? I it did see truly, him introduce Thor. That was cool. It true. Oh, yeah, at the theater, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, truly chance meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, I was waiting in a coffee shop and he walked in. Awesome. And I was like that's there's no way that's him there's absolutely yeah. why would you be here yeah. this makes no sense and then yeah. he walked out and was like oh he isn't a romper 
Yeah. <laughs> he was not in a romper. He, we were wearing b- very similar clothing, which was po- Nolan pointed out after mm-hmm. we were both. I believe that. Yeah. Um, he walked in, walked out, and then I was like, I was like, oh no, 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 that is him. And I was with my two friends, Kim and Aaliyah, and Aaliyah was like, are you gonna do something? And I went, absolutely not. And then I got up, like I put, <laughs> like I immediately just like was like no, and then walked out. And then he was waiting for his food outside, and I just was like, uh. Boy's my favorite movie. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. He was very sweet. He he talked to me for like twenty minutes about what? what? Yeah, it 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 it. Dude, that's awesome. It was that great. Is amazing. Uh, it really made me. It was. I don't know how else to say. That's I'm like great. very yeah, nervous flushed. about it because he tr- <laughs> like watching that movie. Watching Boy was so fun for me because he used so many local kids mm-hmm. and he like showed that culture so well he is and such like, a glimpse i mean seeing to me like seeing little brown kids just be like little brown kids Dude. makes me feel uh, so happy dang it, i just blanked on boy's brother's name mm. rocky rocky mm-hmm. that best child kid. acting he ever in that movie so, so mm-hmm. good yeah mm-hmm. and like sorry right mm-hmm. like i'm not down. even i don't even have like i mean the philippines isn't considered like polynesian i sure, think sure. you know technically but watching the end scene of boy when they do the haka like i grew up in that culture of like my cousins did it my friends did it mm-hmm. and i was like blown away that i was watching it in a, in movie. a movie yeah and yeah. i just got to talk to him about that and then i started talking i started talking about the ted talk yeah instead of his movies i was like oh yeah one time i watched your ted talk and this thing stood out to me and it changed yeah, you know, it was great. very impactful for me. He was a very sweet, sweet man um, that totally did not have to talk to me yeah. whatsoever. And um, it was right when he was editing Ragnarok. Cool. It was right when Moana came out. Or no, sorry. It was right when Wilder People came out, mm-hmm. I think. And yeah, Moana, I think, just came out, too, because they came out yeah. the same year. But yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm here for... Because I'm editing, he goes. I'm editing a superhero movie. Yeah. In my head, I was like, "You're fucking. You made Thor. What are you? Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. It's and then some other stuff happened, and it's uh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just for you. That's great. That's great. It's great. It's a yeah. Great story. He's a he's a nice man. It could have been awful. He could have been a dick. He could have. Like you know, and you would have been like, oh, I don't. Yeah. And it would have like soured you on his movies and stuff. You know, oh yeah. Just be like, oh, that sucks. I, mean, I, I have mean, he's been. A dick. But he's yeah. great. He was great. He was, um, yeah. And then <laughs> I like was like, okay, I'm sorry. You can go live your life. And then yeah. walked into the coffee shop and sat down. And then two minutes later, he walked back in to get mm-hmm. his food. Mm-hmm. And I was like staring down because I was trying to compose myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my friend Kim started elbowing me. And she's like, Catherine, he's saying goodbye to you. And I went, what? And I looked up, and he's standing in the middle of the coffee shop, corner, waving, trying to get my attention. And I was like, he needs to get out of here. I can't. I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, I need to leave. <laughs> this is too you much. are excused. That's too much. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's great. Yeah. Thank you I'm for sorry. That, that sounds story. very self-indulgent. No, I don't know that story. No, Every time not. I say that story. I made you to tell it. <laughs> yeah. I told you to tell it. It's, it seems like it was really personal and really nice, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. So I made her tell it on our podcast. <laughs> 
That's great. And mm-hmm. I'm sweating. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's also 200 oh degrees. Oh, my God. No, 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 turned no, off I'm the fine. air conditioner. Yeah. Let's go ahead and let's wrap it up because it, it's hot in here. <laughs> I feel good. I feel real about good. About the of sweat habitat. coming out of my body. <laughs> Last time for 10 years, we're ever going to talk about the Harry Potter movies. Uh, uh, not true. I'm going to bring it up so much. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Anytime we see any British person, like, oh, he was in the Harry Potter Harry movie. Potter. He should have been Potter. this person yep. in Harry Potter. Yep. Really good movie. Prisoner of Azkaban is the best Harry Potter movie. Easily. Yeah. Alfonso Cuarón one of the greatest directors. And I'm, working. Director. I'm with Catherine. I could see this movie being higher. It yeah. Kind of, it kind of should be now, especially 10 especially years later. Especially seeing Top what 250. else is here. Yeah. Top 250. I would agree. 10 years later to see the impact that this it's franchise... It's changed franchises. Yes, it has. Yeah. Yes, it has. So, so, yeah, let's do that. And you know what? That last one came out 10 years ago almost, and mm-hmm. it's still got... A huge fan base, mm-hmm. no, even with 2011. I've never met anyone. Come on, you keep coming up with numbers and stuff, man. What is that about? You never met anyone I've ne- Catherine? ever. It's You're the first two people I've never cool. met in my life. Sweet. Oh. Um, I've never met anyone that doesn't like this one. Yeah, I. You know, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people, fans of the books, who did not okay. like it. Yes, just like when it first came out. Hopefully, they've come around on it. Yeah. Hopefully, they've you yeah, know, kind you of gotta a understand picture. and see it. Yeah. On its own merits and yeah. how much. I agree. Better Keller, is. what are we talking about next week? Next week, we are watching Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. And our guest Just will to be keep with our theme yeah. of, <laughs> of, <laughs> of crazy amounts of cursing with yep. sales wizards. Yeah, exact sales. They are sales <laughs> wizards. With our very special guest, Mr. Kyle Kenyon. Former our, roommate. Our good buddy, former roommate. Uh, he, he edits movie trailers now. Cannot wait to talk to Kyle about Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. We've been wanting to have him on the show for a long time. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And um, ooh, let me check to see where y'all can find Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Because, Catherine, you had a tough time finding uh, Prisoner of Asgard. No, uh, the, you were trying to watch the I Harry Potter movies. I was trying Potter to watch movies. all of them, and they Sorry. took them off HBO. HBO, yeah, they had they all did. of them on there. So they put them on New Year. Yeah. Beginning mm-hmm. of New Year. Just mm-hmm. leave them there. And I immediately, I worked a Rose Parade thing New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. So I was up for 30 plus hours and I just went back and started it from the beginning and watched all of them. They're like, good. Like I just played them all and I was like, all right, this is what's happening. This is how my year started. They're really it's good. A good way to live. Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross came out in 1992. Yes, it did. And good it is year. available to rent for two bucks on like Google, PlayStation, YouTube, uh, like three bucks on Microsoft, whatever that is, four bucks on Apple, but it's available to rent and all that stuff. So yeah, go ahead and give that little rent for two bucks. What? I was going to say it's something we talked about that wasn't brought up was how dare they not put any other Monty Python people. I know. We also didn't mention. I know. The freeze frame. Oh, my God. Uh, that I goddamn freeze frame at the we end. couldn't have ended it without talking about that we freeze couldn't frame, have. Keller. I'm sorry. It's pretty dumb. Personal it is. Vendetta. It is a is that how bad part of a little the princess, way the movie though? ends. Is that how Alfonso Cuaron ends all of his movies? No, right? This no. Is gravity. No. That oh. is the, yeah, it ends with her getting on the ground and yes. smiling and yeah. then it freeze frames. <laughs> and it's like, she that made it. That freeze frame is so infuriating. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what decision, like that was like and somebody's I request. Feel like, yeah. It must have they been. They probably did, he probably saw that for the first time when he watched the movie oh, in theater so at the premiere and he just turned to somebody. What Who the did this? Fuck. What the fuck? Who made this <laughs> like this? Why did you do this to my movie, my película? Why? I am Alfonso Cuaron. I am going to do Birdman now. Was that that's his not, next no, one? No, Alfonso Cuaron didn't do Birdman. Did. No, that's right. That's right. I am going to let my friend do Birdman next. No, I think he did Children of Men after I think, this. Get yeah, your Mexican I think, director's right. I, oops. What sucks 
is that that freeze frame depressed him so much that he, he made oh, Children of Men. It gave us a great movie. You know what? I'm glad movie. that freeze frame happened. Mm-hmm. Children of Men is a perfect happened. movie. No, it is. It's it the is. only movie I will say that is a perfect movie. We'll, and we'll the Iron put you Giant. down. And oh, Hot I Rod. <laughs> you haven't seen Iron Giant? Not since I was a baby. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> Watch out of the womb. Better it holds up. It, it holds I mean, up. Better yeah. than Ratatouille. Brad Bird. Jo- yes. Brad Bird. Uh... Brad Bird's a genius. He is. He is. He so should watch direct a real uh, live action superhero movie. That's what he I did. think. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh. Yeah. Right. Which You're right. Dope. True. On the outside of that building. That's the only one that I've seen. If I think do... he needs to do a flat animation movie, 2D animation yeah. movie. Yes. That's what I want him to do. I'd be down for that. And if he did a superhero movie, it would be too close to. He already did everything with two Incredibles movies. Yeah. I want or him just to do give Incredibles him, 3. Yeah. Or just I want him Incredibles everything. 3. Give him everything. Let's do live action Incredibles. Fantastic Four. That's basically what it is. Yeah, you're right. Oh boy. That's fine. Give him Fantastic Four. Let it's him direct close. Fantastic too close to it. Why is it too close? Just let him do it. You give him right, George maybe. Clooney. Yeah. And you build the, the Fantastic Four and let him direct it. Be pretty good. Yeah. All right. All right we did I it. Wouldn't hate that. Brad, okay. you heard All it right. here first. You're going to do it. Fantastic Four for the MCU. MCU. Yeah. It's going to be Spider Man Homecoming. Good. Do you see JB Smoove's going to be in Spider Man Homecoming? No. Yes. I'm excited for Into the Spider Verse. Mm, that's gonna be oh good. yeah, very that's excited. gonna be very fun. That's gonna be cool. Yeah. Lord Miller do that? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's. And I'm Brian Tyree Henry is his dad. Yes, from Atlanta. Oh Paperboy. shit! Yeah, he's yeah, his dad. That is. makes mm-hmm. me so happy. Miles' dad. Yeah, he's real funny. Oh, he's man. very funny. Like, he's I love all you, son. about that Paperboy. I love you, Miles. Are you really? Say gonna, I love you. Are you gonna Say really? I love you. I love you, son. That's great. Uh, all right, guys. Catherine, thank you so much for being on the show today. Where can we see you in the world? Yeah. Um. I produce a bunch of comedy shows, uh, UCB and The Virgil. Um, my, I'm on Twitter and Instagram being an idiot. It's just my name, Catherine Leon. Catherine Leon. Yeah, Leon. Catherine Leon. Mm-hmm. That's Spanish for One lying. of the it is. better photographers. Ooh. No, no. Yep, so on the internet? On Disagree. The world. <laughs> on the worldwide. Yeah, the worldwide. On the worldwide. Thank yeah. you. That's very sweet of you. Yeah, you got it. Um, yeah, I just, I produce a bunch of shows, uh... And that's all, awesome. I think. I forget sometimes. I like go find it on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I like how our Harry Potter movie rankings are all, they all have the same number one. Let's go ahead and go, yes. oh, you want me to go through it real fast? Yeah. Here's the definitive, Movies? for real, Kay. this is what it is. Number one, Prisoner of Azkaban. Three. Number two. Six. I'm already confused. I'm, you I'm, need to g- give me there. the title oh, of okay. the goddamn movie. Prisoner of Azkaban, Half-Blood Prince. Half-Blood Prince. Number three. Deathly Hallows Part 2. Deathly Hallows Part 2. Number four. Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, number five. Deathly Hallows Part 1. Number six. Order the Phoenix. Number seven. Uh, Goblet of Fire. No, Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Number eight. Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. Mm. Definitive ranking. You disagree? I disagree. You put Goblet of Fire higher. I put five. Well, yeah. You put five lower. Yeah. I put five lower. Okay. But yeah. all good. All know, good. All fun to watch. All mm-hmm. a good time. All a good now, time. Now, here's the definitive ranking for Taika Waititi movies. Number one, <laughs> What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, I bet we wrong. could probably... Number Just two, I Thor Ragnarok. can't even decide. No, I'd say Hunt for the Wilder People is better than Thor Ragnarok. Okay, number two, Hunt for the Wilder People. Number three, Thor Ragnarok. <sighs> you You're put boys so far me. down there. You're number putting four, boys so far Eagle down there. Eagle vs. Shark. <gasps> no! And number Fuck five. Piece of shit. That one episode of Flight of the Concords he did. And, <laughs> and then I put that episode of Flight of the Concords where he is 
an ad for a telephone higher than Eagle versus Shark. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah, Eagle versus Shark wasn't great. It was not great. Not okay. great. Not great. So that's at the bottom, and then a bunch of stuff, and then Boy, and then Thor. <sighs> at least it's better than Thor. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, no, I, yeah. Favorite wise, I do probably like Thor the best. I can Me watch too. Thor over, like, and over and over again, again. but I can watch Hunt for the Wilder People over and over again. I, I can, can watch what we do in the shadows over and over. I again. see. That's a, okay. Boy doesn't have over and over again, but boy, boy is like if I put it's boy not, on on a yeah, it's not Sunday afternoon over and over again. It's a good. Sunday oh yeah, afternoon. I can't watch boy over yeah. and over again. Like it wrecks you. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it truly is just that yeah. father son stuff. Boy, every, gets me good. Yeah, everything about that movie. Uh, boy, just oh my favorite thing is when people ask me what my favorite movie is and I say boy mm-hmm. and they go What's boyhood that? every single boyhood. time yeah. oh, you someone mean goes boyhood? you mean boyhood yeah it's... I forgot the name of my mm-hmm. favorite movie mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry mm-hmm. that's what I say every time call him out by name who does this to you oh, say ev- them right everyone. here okay. everyone yeah. we're coming for you yeah. everyone I may have even done it to you too Keller every- because <laughs> I've known how much you love boyhood because boyhood is like your childhood yeah, it's a little, yeah. little kid from Texas growing mm-hmm. up reading Harry Potter and stuff. Well, Link later. Link, yeah, Link later. Like so that well, the first time you're like, I love boy. I was like, Do you mean boyhood? And then I and punched then you, you in the <laughs> gut as hard as I could. Yeah. And I said, Don't you ever fucking yeah. do that again? I was like, You love. Don't both you of them. ever tell me how to live Keller, my you life love again? Both of them, right? <laughs> Once better. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, Oh, you're I like, dying. I like I realize it's 12 years, but it's still a little too long. I like Iron Giant. And Iron Man. <laughs> I know they sound similar, but I have room in my heart for both. Oh, you mean the Iron Lung? What? Oh, you mean the, the man thing in the that... Iron Mask? The Iron <laughs> Caitlin and I had this exact thing where I was like, have you seen Man on Wire? And she goes, The Wire? And I was like, no, Man on Wire. And, and she like, went through every... Wire? Yeah, she was like, Bird <laughs> Man on wi- Fire? Every single movie. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted maybe two minutes. Of oh her my God. To I that's, want... a, that's a new like... Denzel Washington to play a French guy who does tightropes. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. It's a great documentary. Yeah. It's a, uh, The Walk, though, is a terrible movie. I heard Mm. bad things. It's so bad. Yeah. It starts off with a, uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt in the clouds. Just in the clouds? In the clouds. It's him doing, like, he's the narrator. It's bad. I'm really? Just don't watch it. It's very bad. Man Zemeckis. on Wire is great. That's Zemeckis, I know, man. Bobby's a Zemeckis. Which Caitlin, Caitlin's favorite trilogy yeah. is fucking Back to the Future. And I was I like, this is your boy. It's good. I have realized how dumb Forrest Gump is, this is as your I've boy gotten older. Hood? Is that what you Zeme- meant? Yeah. This is your boy Hood? Boyhood. This is your boy Hector's hood. dead now. <laughs> <laughs> I died. All right. Let's go watch 3D movies. We'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye. I love bye. you all. Bye.